Hello and welcome back to another episode of A Cozy Christmas Podcast. My name is Art, and we're off to New York City again. In today's episode, I will be interviewing Chris and Chris from Christmas Time in the City Podcast. It's one of my favorite podcasts, which I say about pretty much all the podcasts I listen to, but uh, I really do enjoy uh, this this one. Chris and Chris are a married couple that live in New York City, and I'm really excited to have them on the show to play some fun trivia games. They like to uh, put their guests through some uh, through uh, some quizzes and trivia games, and uh, they have a lot of fun with that. So I thought I'd have them on and kind of turn the tables on them and give them some Iowa-based trivia questions to see how well they fare. And I, maybe I made the questions too easy. This was my first time trying it out, so you know we'll, we'll see. But uh, they both did very well. Uh, it could just be that both Chris and Chris are very, very intelligent. That's possible. Okay. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Yeah, they're very smart. Uh, wonderful, wonderful couple. And it was a joy to sit down with them the other night and talk Christmas, talk Iowa, and make some jokes at Iowa's expense. <laughs> so settle in and, and enjoy this interview with Chris and Chris from Christmas Time in the City podcast. What happens when you take a married couple with a love for Christmas in New York City and sit them down in front of a microphone? It's Christmas Time in the City podcast, and it has done the impossible. It's made me want to visit New York City. Uh, so please welcome Chris and Chris from Christmas Time in the City. Hey. Hi, guys. Hi. Thanks for having us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to go Minnesotan on you and say, oh, yeah, you betcha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, glad to have you on. Your, uh, uh, and I mean that your podcast uh, really has sold me over to New York City. So that's fantastic. Yeah. That's we've good. done our job then, if that's, yeah. Yep, that's yeah. No, if nothing else, I'm willing to visit the city. So <laughs> love it. Well, folks, some of our listeners might not know who you are. So uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about uh, who you are and what and what you do? Uh, we have a podcast called Christmas Time in the City, like you mentioned, where we talk about Christmas in New York City and the history and like traditions of those things. And uh, yeah, we talk about what's going on, where the Christmas tree Rockefeller Center comes from, what they do with the wood afterwards. We talk about all the fun things you can do, all the different holiday markets. And we try to showcase all the fun things about Christmas in New York City that we love to the people that either can't come here or do come here and want to know a little bit more before they do. When I first came across your podcast, I, I thought, well, I don't know if I really want to listen to that. I mean, I, I've lived in small towns most of my life, so big cities scare me to be honest <laughs> uh but I, I i started listening and i i just you know you guys really have a great vibe and uh you, you can tell you you love love your city and and love christmas so that won me over for sure oh thank you that's so nice there there's uh, all kinds of of iconic christmas sites around new york you know as a christmas fan you gotta i gotta get there at some day so mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I think um, any fan of Christmas, mm -hmm. it's a, a must, a must to see New yeah. York City at least one time during Christmas time. We'll yeah. be waiting for you with bells on. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, shirt and pants would be okay too, but. <laughs> no, no, 
No. It just spells. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now you know why I'm scared of New York. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, this might be a too broad of a question, but uh, a first time visitor to New York City, how do we do it? What's the best way? What's uh, not necessarily even at Christmas time, although that's when I would want to come, but walk me through how to do that. Sure. Uh, well, we just had friends here that it was, they were taking their son here for the first time. He's young, he's only five. So, you know, with this, we had kind of the same conversation with them, except they was, we were looking for family friendly activities, that kind of thing. So there's different routes you can go depending on what you're really looking to do, but mm -hmm. you got to just kind of start off with the main stuff, like right in the middle, throw it in, you know, cause if you're thinking about New York city, you're thinking about the big buildings, you're thinking about central park and Rockefeller center. You're thinking about, you know, the empire state building, all of the, the basics to hit um, and then you know we of course Statue of Liberty everyone wants to see it so there's a couple tips that we have to try to see that without having to do the whole cruise line and things like that so um, yeah my, my advice would just be like right in the center midtown you know really just throw yourself right into the middle of it all uh, and after that second visit third visit start to expand out there's so much more to see here but you know for first time you got to get it like just like an impact a big impact right away just just jump in and don't jump think in. about it yeah. mm -hmm. especially in midtown midtown mm -hmm. is fairly safe you you're inevitably going to hear horror stories about things in any place this place is no ex exception midtown is pretty safe so uh if you are planning on having a trip over to the city i would aim for there just because you'll have a good time it's not necessarily like disney world but it's very similar to disney world Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's a tourist destination. Yeah, that okay. whole area. Yeah, so they they want to make it, well, possibly they want to make it easy for folks to get around and at least be safe and all that. So exactly. Yeah, well, there's a lot of stuff close together up there too. So if you're nervous about taking public transportation right away, something like that, just mm -hmm. like a simple car ride is not going to break the bank because you're close to everything right in the middle there. Mm -hmm. I, I say uh, that hopefully they want you to be safe and and find your way, but uh, Iowa has this. Um, habit of leading you almost all the way to a destination and then stopping with the signs or stopping with directions. You, you know, there's, if you're trying to find the zoo, it'll get you close, but not actually to the zoo. And <laughs> that last mile, you're, you're just kind of on your own. <laughs> oh gosh. And they do it all the time and it drives us crazy. It's like, That's so on, strange. Iowa. That's One so funny. One more sign. One more sign would have been helpful. <laughs> right. They wanted to make it an adventure for you. <laughs> I guess so. I, I, I guess they think, well, by this point, you, you can't miss it. I don't know. There's right. Just keep going. You'll find it. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, I mean, it sounds like uh, if anyone comes to visit New York City, they can uh, give you guys their call and uh, you can give them the, the, the nickel tour, huh? Yeah. They can certainly they can certainly email us. I wouldn't call. I'm, I don't answer the phone for anyone. Oh, yeah. I don't do that either. <laughs> but if you, you can email us or hit us up on social media. We're uh, more than happy to give advice. And if we are out in the city and you're someone that we may know or want to meet, then there's a good chance we might meet you. So who knows? Great. Mm -hmm. So I, I won't be giving out their personal phone number at the end of the episode. So I, I don't know it. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're going to get all kinds of weird calls. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. All right. Well, uh, I was on your podcast a couple of months ago, I think it was, and I really had fun with that. And I, I thought this was going to be the easiest 
interview to prepare for because I would just take all of your questions and ask them and ask the uh, ask you them. Uh, but then I started reading a bit about more about Iowa and finding out some things and uh, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> got to know my own state a little bit better. Um, so some of these questions I'm going to ask you tonight, I didn't actually find out till just yesterday. So <laughs> <laughs> that happens on our podcast too. Okay, <laughs> we definitely learn a lot as we're doing stuff. That's yeah, great. It was it was a lot of fun. Uh, there's there's a lot that made it to the cutting room floor, but uh, I, I was an odd place. So we'll, we'll just put it that way. <laughs> I like odd. Odd is good. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you uh, you often ask your guests about their New York City connection. So I wanted to ask you about your Iowa connection. Do you have any, do you know where it's on the map, where it's at at least? <laughs> <laughs> I know the shape of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I, I don't I know, have a connection. Do you I know where one? it's, yeah, I know where it's at. I believe I have relatives that live somewhere in Iowa. Mm. I don't know. I mean, it's distant relatives, so I, I don't know who they are, but the, the ones that like, when you're a child, you see is like, oh, this is your cousin. Mm. He lives in Iowa. And then like 40 years go by and you get like a pop-up, like this person on Facebook wants to be your friend and it's someone from Iowa. And you're like, <laughs> I don't know who that, and then you realize, oh, it's like the, the, the one friend in common is like your mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you're like, oh, maybe that's my cousin from Iowa. So I, I'm, I think I have family there. I just, I don't keep yeah. in touch with them. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Um, I have family in Missouri. Like, uh, my mom's side of the family. There's some, you know, same thing. Are relatives. we just saying? Are we just We've saying states where states we around have you? But like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I've been like, you know, around that area, but I've never been sure. to Iowa. No. Sure. Uh, yeah, it's funny. Uh, people mistake us with Idaho, um, you, you know, or Ohio is another one we get mixed up with. And oh yeah, <laughs> we we just all tend to kind of blend together. Uh, <laughs> it's because it, it, it's all very similar geography, so mm -hmm. it, it's no wonder. And we all do corn and pigs and cows. <laughs> so <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, uh, this one might be too easy for you to answer, or you can just direct people to your podcast. But another question you ask is Christmas in your city. And uh, Chris, I'm not going to have all the fancy uh, um, jingles and stuff with these, but <laughs> how does your city celebrate Christmas? But I guess direct you to your podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, name name the activity in, in right. New York City does it. <laughs> let, me, let me ask it this way. What is your favorite thing to do? In New York City at Christmas time. That's a good one. You go first. Oh, I have to go first. Darn. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let me think. There's so many things I love doing here. I'm gonna go with the window displays. I love seeing the window displays. Every now and then I'm, you know, they're not I, I've gotten a little disappointed in the past for some of them, but when they really hit it, ooh, it's so cool. They really do some cool things with the windows all down Fifth Avenue. Um, obviously Macy's is uh, they have all the windows displays there. So that's one of my favorite things to do is to walk around and see all the, even just not even the main ones, just side streets, even like on our little neighborhoods, everyone loves to deck out their windows and stuff and really make the streets feel Christmassy. Um, so yeah, I would say that's probably my favorite thing. Chris, do you have one? I was going to say all the window displays on Fifth Avenue. No, Avid. you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> I just in general, I'm just sort of fascinated with uh, Rockefeller Center just like the history of it and like it's the means in which it, it became uh Rockefeller center as opposed to just like a, a rows of houses. Uh, 
I like walking around in there. It's really fun. There's there's a lot of uh, open uh, public area where you can walk in the basement. There's like a food court down there, and you have a lot more access than you think you do in Rockefeller Center. So I I like that area to begin with, but then you add Christmas onto it and all the decorations and all the fun stores and stuff. I, I really think that maybe Rockefeller Center in general, the whole area of it is what I like most about Christmas in New York City. Now, and that's where the the tree is at, right? You, mm-hmm. you said, right? Yeah, that's, okay. that's where like the, the the big main tree. There's there's other trees out sporadically around the city, but that's the one that people usually head towards, a big famous sure. one. Mm-hmm. Now, you, you did a video walking tour of that. It was um, not uh, this last Christmas time, right? Yeah, we've uh, we did one last Christmas and we've done some other tours randomly uh on youtube especially this coming year i got a nice little camera that i'm going to be using to do a lot more walking tours uh we're going to be walking up and down fifth avenue and all over around and looking around and looking for holiday decorations and stuff so yeah we have a lot of videos on youtube now and like a ton more planned just to kind of showcase the city in christmas yeah i can remember watching one of them I don't know if it was the pandemic or what, but seeing all those people around was getting me a little. Oh, <laughs> it yeah. was the pandemic because we, we were definitely anxious too. <laughs> it was that was terrifying, yeah. especially going from like being inside for like nine months at that point or something, ten months yeah. at that point, to like, all right, we're gonna go and check it out, and then you just get there, and lot, most people were wearing masks, some weren't, mm-hmm. uh, but it's still just like being being just like the two and a half of us in our apartment for that long, and all of a sudden we're like around tons of people the random people it's a mm. bit much but i mean it, yeah yeah, you, yeah we definitely weren't expecting there to be that many people there i think we even went on like a weekday thinking it was going to be no problem and we we were a little surprised <laughs> i think when we got there we're like oh no like we thought tourists weren't coming back yet <laughs> but uh that was not the case but it wasn't actually that bad as it, it i think it seemed a little bit worse on camera because i think because we've seen it and like, you know, when it is tourists, a lot of tourists and mm-hmm. stuff here and it gets very packed over there. So it wasn't as bad as you might think it was because uh, there's like a little light show that happens. So usually when that happens, that's when the crowd kind of gathers. So as soon as it ends in like two minutes, they all disperse. So it doesn't mm. it wasn't as bad as it definitely seemed on camera. But yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. we were anxious the whole time, too. <laughs> OK, <laughs> yeah. sitting at home, having an anxiety attack. Oh, all those people. What are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> get away from each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Uh, all right. How about some uh, neighborhood watch time here? Oh, goodness. Oh, fun. Yes. Now, I now on, on your show, you try you, you have, uh, you know, nine, the 911 calls and all that and uh, which ones are the real ones. But I looked at some of the trying to find some of our local 911 calls and they're all really depressing. So (laughs) yeah, that happens. We we, we live in a community of uh, very elderly people for the most part. So, Mm. you know, you get in the the phone calls about, you know, heart attacks and, or farm accidents, stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, well, those aren't funny. (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, it depends on what the farm accident is. Well, that's true. Yeah. So what I'm doing instead is um, these are things you might call the police for, but they actually uh, it's going to be true or false. So I got three of them and you got to decide if it's true or false. And um, I'll let you both answer. We'll see who can get the most points or, or okay. get the, the most right. So 
uh, tonight it's Chris versus Chris. And yeah. <laughs> I, I predict Chris is going to win. Me too. I think so. I yeah. predict that too. Although I could, <laughs> one one could say we're we're all losers. I don't know. But. Yeah, wouldn't be the first time I've been called that, but whatever. <laughs> okay. Um, here we go. Question one: True or false? Uh, in 1997, at the University of Iowa um, Hawkeyes football game, uh, they were playing against Minnesota, and the uh, drummer for the opposing team had a cup of water thrown in his face by Herky the Hawk. That's the mascot. Um, after the drummer used his drumstick to tap Herky on his shoulder, as Herky skipped away, he was tackled from behind by the drummer. And rather than being uh, taking the offered hand to help him up, uh, Herky broke the drummer's glasses with a punch to his face. The end result of Herky's assault on the drummer was the breaking of the historic 40-year-old cheerbird's head. Uh, members of the Minnesota band took small trophy pieces of the broken helmet back to Minnesota and the helmet was remade of Kevlar for the 1998 season. See, this is how little I know about sports for the half the story. I thought it was the actual bird that was doing all this. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, it's, it's I, the idea mascot. of mascots. I didn't even think of it. I was like, so uh. a bird threw a, a cup of water, like with a talon. No, it's it's oh, the, gosh. you know the costume. Yeah, now I <laughs> yeah, get it. Yeah. Now I, I better win it. this one. <laughs> well, then what do you think? True I think it's false? true. I think it's one hundred percent true. I would, yeah. There were it's just a, too many details it's, in it's there. Such it's such a story. So That's the thing. Yeah, I want it to be true. Yeah. I'm going to say it's true as well. All right, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> I. That's I, a crazy I'm, story. I'm not a football fan, but apparently this happened on, uh, what's the date here? Uh, November 22nd, 1997. And it was really a really cold day. And I guess uh, Herky got tired of being drummed on by the <laughs> drummer. <and laughs> oh got to watch God. out for those mascots. I, I did worry about how long it was and how detailed it was, but um yeah, but you got to get all those things in there. It's too good. It's too good to cut <laughs> anything out. Yeah, so uh, I made sure the others were long as well. So <laughs> throw you off. All right. all right. Number two, it's not just politics that makes Iowa first in the nation. Uh, between 2001 and 2015, there have been 80.8 uh, per 100,000 uh, so the population, per 100,000 population, there has been 80.8 UFO sightings, mm. along with 1,329 alien abduction reports since the Roswell alien crash in 1947, making Iowa first in the nation of UFO sightings and reported abductions. Dang. That's a good one. Well, here's the thing with UFO sightings. Whenever I hear UFO sightings, because they're unidentified, they could literally be anything. It could be a weather balloon. It could just be like a, a Doritos bag that caught a wind the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. So like uh, UFOs don't don't do it for me, but it's the abductions that that's the that's the tricky part. Yeah. I kind of feel like this could have been pulled um, maybe like another state. Like maybe that's not Iowa. Mm. You know? Is Iowa known for the UFO sightings? Ooh. What else are they doing? <laughs> I know, yeah. Farming. Farming. <laughs> yeah, farming, looking up at the sky, just thinking about what's up there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Put yourself in their shoes. 
Ooh, what are you going to say? I'll say false. Oh, I don't know. I, okay. I don't know why I think that, but I want to say false. I was thinking false as well. Um, cause I feel like it might be another state, but I'm going to go opposite of you. Cause one of us, we can't just tie this thing. So I'm going to say true. All right. That is false. Oh, darn. I should have stuck with it. It was another state. I got oh. that. <laughs> I was trying to find it now. Um, I think I can remember. Um, if you can, do you have a guess as to what is, the I was thinking like, state? was it like Nevada? Um, no? no, actually it's out on the East coast. Oh, really? I would not have thought yeah. that. Either. And I can't can't remember what it was. Um, now I was trying to find it here, but it uh, it's like New Hampshire. Oh, uh, interesting. Connecticut, somewhere out there. I don't know about the abductions. I I saw that as another report. I was, I don't remember what state. I just pulled that number from another state. But um, yeah, it wouldn't have surprised me though if Iowa was number one on that. Yeah, yeah. That Do you know anyone? Way. Do you know anyone that's been abducted? Or no. that has stories of abduction? No, um, not, not any that would be reliable. Okay. <laughs> Other than, well, I know why you saw visions. You were, you know. Right. Out, out in the back pasture, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, not any that were ex easily explained, right. <laughs> All right. Um, third, true or false. So uh, here we go. Um, do you enjoy murder? And who doesn't? Uh, visitors have reported everything from a door opening and closing on its own, feeling chills and being pinched to hearing children laughing and playing with toys in empty rooms. Experience these sensations and more in the Vasilika Axe Murder House Museum, where eight people, including six children, were murdered in their sleep over 100 years ago by an unknown killer. You can tour the house in the backyard cemetery or make a reservation uh, to spend the night, if you dare. I don't this, dare. This is I don't I, dare. It's, it's true. It's true. It's got to be true. Yeah. But I definitely don't dare to do that. No, <laughs> I don't want to do that. I don't want to do yeah, that. Yeah, this is definitely true. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, it I, sounds crazy. Oh, man. I, I was looking at that and it, I'm like, why would anyone do that? <laughs> There's a lot of people that love to chase this thing. I mean, I love a ghost story. I yeah. love, I don't even mind ghost tours. I think they're fun, but don't make me spend the night somewhere where yeah. I'm going to hear noises. <laughs> I just, there's no way. Yeah. I need an exit plan if I'm going to do stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <clears throat> Have you ever done that before? Have you ever stayed no, there? No, no, I've never been there or toured it or anything, but I, I've, I've heard of it and I'm, yeah, that's, I, I might, find it interesting but I, I think it's pretty ghoulish <laughs> i know? think uh if you do you should probably film it <laughs> post that on youtube or something that's, yeah. that'll be like our way of seeing it because otherwise it's not happening <laughs> <laughs> all right you guys did pretty good so maybe i need to ask harder questions next time <laughs> <laughs> well you had a 50 50 chance so yeah yeah okay um well we'll go on to the uh honorary new yorker quiz or the honor honor yeah. <laughs> that's a tough one with iowa yeah honorary yeah. iowa uh or iowan quiz there we go uh question one and this is a bit vague so we'll see um what is the butter cow oh my gosh Are, do you, uh, i don't know uh, other than a cow made of butter <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh gosh well that's what i was gonna say <laughs> okay my my, 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 my uh thought was I, I feel like i've heard about or seen some type of news article where like some like county or state fair had like a butter sculpture that was shaped like a cow so I, I, that's what i would have thought mm -hmm. but <laughs> if it's not shaped like a cow then who knows what it is <laughs> a butter cow is it a cow that's milk is thicker <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a very unhealthy cow it, it's, it's butter it's, it's it goes out butter it's really really thick milk yeah <laughs> oh man i wish that was true but <laughs> no chris uh uh you 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 were pretty close there it, it is a sculpture made of butter mm -hmm. uh, and it's featured at the state fair um mm. every year uh, along with other um, designs carved out of butter as well including one year they had um brandon routh as superman carved out of butter uh because he was uh he was an iowan um, so this it this this is and i've seen it a few times it's really weird but it, it's i mean it is what it says it's a butter cow you know it's uh they said it's 600 pounds of this is oddly specific but it's 600 pounds of low moisture pure cream iowa butter <laughs> and, in case you wanted to remake it yeah <laughs> you gotta know yeah. which one they use that's the recipe yeah that's right yeah well when i saw it all i wanted was toast so that's i was literally just gonna say do you get toast and everyone just like rubs the toast on the, the cow <laughs> afterwards oh, that, that would be awesome it'd be gross but you can, uh, you can rub a corn cob in the cow's Ooh. armpit yeah there you go there yeah. you go Great. These are, this is genius ideas. Here. Yeah. This is why we're not allowed at the Iowa State Fair. That's right. <laughs> we come with corn in our hand ready. <laughs> That's right. Um, I also read that, uh, speaking of toast, that you can make 19,200 slices of toast uh, with the butter, uh, for, you know, the ratio. It depends on your ratio, I guess. Oh, that's a lot of toast. It's, an, yeah. it's enough butter for that much toast. Do you know what they do with all the butter afterwards? I, I don't. I um, oh, actually, I do. That, right? I I read that they actually recycle most of it to be used for the next year. So oh, really? Okay. I guess they just scrape it all off and put it in a. So pile I definitely and... don't want to rub corn all over that. It's like <laughs> it years old, old butter. <laughs> like thirty-year-old butter. Gross. Yeah. Well, I'm glad they it... reuse it. Yeah, yeah. I think it started maybe back in the thirties or something. And I'm, I'm going to get all my Iowa listeners now angry at me. Right. <laughs> this is a secret date. Yeah. <laughs> it's a national holiday in Iowa. <laughs> I feel like even storing that much butter is crazy. Cause that's, that yeah. means that's a huge refrigerator. You have to store this butter in for a whole yeah. year before you make it again. That's well, a lot and, of work. Yeah. And when you go in to see it, it's in all these giant refrigerated cases, you know, and so they have the butter cow and you have, whatever year whatever the year's theme is and sculpted in butter and different things it's it was then i i realized iowans have too much time on their hands yeah that <laughs> or butter or both too, too much, much butter, butter there. yeah <laughs> exactly all right we got another uh, true or false question here so we'll see how well i can do i do on this one um the iowa writers workshop is the greatest of its kind in the world and its alumni have won 17 Pulitzer Prizes. Notable alums include Philip Roth, Marilyn Robinson, and David Milch. Is that true or false? True. Mm, yeah, I'm gonna say true as well. 
All right, that is true. Yes. Yay. All right. Now, is that a guess or did you have some? I didn't have any knowledge? idea, but it, it seemed very likely. Okay. So. Yeah, there's no reason why yeah. it can't be a place where people are excellent writers. That being said, why are there not very many bookstores in Iowa? <laughs> That's what I love. Oh, know. yeah. <laughs> um, That's bizarre. Yeah. And it could be, there's just a lot of small towns. So, you know, it, it, they don't. Uh, yeah, but small town bookstores are the best. You mm -hmm. know, even like in New York City, it's always like the, in the smaller areas, the little town, like, a, yeah, part of our boroughs and stuff. Those are the bookstores that are just the best, you know, in the smaller yeah. towns. Hmm. Yeah, there is one, boy, is it North, Northeast Iowa? Um, I think it's called Prairie Lights Bookstore. And it, it's kind of a, probably the most well-known in Iowa anyway. Yeah. Uh, I, President Obama was there a few years ago that caused everyone to either celebrate or hide in their basement with their guns. Right. One or the other. <laughs> yeah. It was known. <laughs> yeah. So like, Oh, he's here. <laughs> uh, yeah. We, we, some of the big cities will have things like a Barn, Barnes and Noble or a half price books or something, but yeah, there's, there's not a lot here. That's, that's, uh, it's hard for a bookworm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's tough. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've, I was, I, I already knew that, like, I didn't know the number of Pulitzer Prize winners, but I, I knew that the uh, Iowa Writers Workshop was was pretty famous. Um, when I first heard about that, I thought, you know, that can't be right. This is Iowa. You know, we we don't produce anything but athletes <laughs> in, in corn. <laughs> but and yeah. Superman. And Superman. And Superman. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So this one... Um, you might say is unfair because it could be another guess. Uh, but how many, how many acres of corn are there in Iowa? Now, to give you an idea, there is 35.7 million acres of land in Iowa or of, yeah, of land. And then there's 30.6 million acres of farmland in Iowa. Uh, so oh, wow. that would include all the crops that would include include um, farm buildings, silos, you know, the place to keep their cows and pigs. I don't know. Uh, right. So how how much acre of corn are there in Iowa? And I guess uh, this would be a recent statistic too. So okay, Chris, so you can, go first. In 1932, oh, oh, there was <laughs> <laughs> how much? How many acres altogether was there? I just Altogether, um, from what I uh, researched online, so uh, if this is wrong, it's not my fault. There, okay. there were um, 35.7 million acres of land in Iowa, with about 30 million in um, farm farmland. Okay, 30 million in farmland. I'm gonna say I have a guess. If you don't have one yet. I mean, it was a shot. I mean, 10, 10 million. I'm going to say 18 million. Yeah, it was 19 million. Oh, so you were you were very yes. close. <laughs> I got it right. Uh, yeah, you did. <laughs> that was close. Yeah. Cool. That, um, That's really and, crazy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, most of it is um, like seed corn. So it's not sweet corn. You know, we get teased a lot about uh you know in iowa all you have is corn to eat and, and they produce some pretty good sweet corn 
if you get it at the right time. But right. most of it is is seed corn, you know, that you'd use for like cattle and yeah and uh, animals like that so mm-hmm. yeah this says also that about one third of the best farmland in the united states is located in iowa oh so that's something uh, we, to be proud of that's pretty cool yeah. congratulations well, oh thank yeah. you yeah I, I get out there till it every morning <laughs> <laughs> great work you're doing a good they, job <laughs> they say uh that iowa feeds the world so i don't know how oh. true that is but well you feed the animals that might help feed the world as well so yeah, yeah. it's twofold That's there. True. Of course, I can grow nothing but weeds. So what are you going to do? <laughs> true or false, in Riverside, Iowa, you can find a statue and plaque memorializing the town as the future birthplace of James T. Kirk. That's from uh, Star Trek. Yeah. If you're St- Trekkie fans. Okay. Well, I don't know about her. <laughs> I know who it was. Couldn't say okay. I'm like a, you know full-on fan <clears throat> i'm gonna say it's false only because a lot of other things have been true so far. <laughs> i don't have any real reason uh, well I, I know that the plaque exists i just don't know where it is i don't remember him i mean i guess I don't, i'm not much of a trackie or a trekker or whatever they call themselves uh but i do recall that being a thing so i'm gonna say it's true I, he's probably from iowa i think he probably is so yeah i'll say true that is true ah oh. <laughs> yeah and actually i've i uh went to i went and saw it once it was really strange um <laughs> I mean, riverside is this tiny little iowa town um probably a little bigger than walnut not much um there and just in the middle of all these old you know old street front you, you walk down this little sidewalk to this back area and there's this statue and plaque and there's you know flowers and it's all it just looks like a memorial for an actual person and there on the plaque it says you know fu- future birthplace of james t kirk so <laughs> it's that's like, pretty this great is, this is weird but i guess <laughs> they, they have uh they have a star trek convention there every year and i've always wanted to get down there sometime when when they're doing it but haven't made it yet so I'm sure that statue is a popular place during the during the con. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, all right, one more here for your uh, Iowa quiz. True or false? The movie, The Field of Dreams. It's a baseball movie set in Iowa. Was actually filmed in neighboring Galena, Illinois, because of the tax incentives. The Field of Dreams Museum was built in Dyersville, Iowa, solely for the tourist tourist dollars, and has led many people to think that the film was made there and a rivalry between the two towns continues to this day hmm. that sounds very plausible i feel like i would have heard about that i'm gonna say it's false i'm gonna say it's true all right that is false darn it i'm not good at this <laughs> yeah, like one Chris. thing right <laughs> uh, you, you're batting a thousand here uh, <laughs> yes come on yeah now <laughs> Yeah, that was, I, I've been to that. Uh, I don't, have you guys seen the Field of, Field of Dreams? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was filmed in Iowa and almost entirely in, in that town, in fact. Oh, and cool. Then, um, they filmed a few scenes in Galena, Illinois and some other places, but most of it was was filmed here in Iowa. And I've I've got a baseball from there up on my shelf over there, but oh, uh, nice. it's a pretty neat place. Very cool. Uh, probably not worth the three hour drive to get there, but. You know. oh yikes yeah it would be more than three for us to get there <laughs> well that's true yeah, yeah i mean unless you really like that movie or, or right baseball, you know <laughs> here we're going to do um 
you have a, a quiz you call, did you forget about it? I'm, I'm not going to try the, uh, the IO or the New York accent, <laughs> but instead of asking you questions about things I've said on the podcast, I'm going to ask you questions about each other oh, to no. see if you have forgotten <laughs> important details about your spouse's personality or life. <laughs> okay. Oh, geez, All right. This is tough. All right. I'm ready. Thanks, Art. Yeah, you're yeah. welcome. <laughs> it's going to make for an interesting night. I, I'm here to break marriages. Okay. <laughs> All right. Chris with a C. Yeah, it works. I'll ask you this first um, because you, you've got the perfect record so far. So um, where was your first date? Uh, we didn't really have a first date. We all we, we kind of hung out as a as a group, a group of friends of ours. Uh, so I don't really remember where we went by ourselves. It was probably like maybe like hanging out at one of our houses or something, but uh, we didn't really uh, have like a normal uh, courtship like that. We were just uh, friends and then we kind of became a couple. So, yeah, so not really anywhere, probably. Do you remember where we went with that group on the first time we hung out? Uh I remember going to like a diner where there was like a diner somewhere like in. Do you remember? With like yeah, Jason that and Beth, a, that was there was the an activity we did. Miniature golf. Mm-hmm. Nice. I still have, I think, the end of a putter that broke, and you you gave it to me. Yeah, really oh, random. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> Pretty cool flex on my end. Let me just break this putter and yeah. give it to her as like a gift. This is how yeah. strong I am. I can provide for our family. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We were young and goofy. It made sense at the time. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, you know, my wife and I, we, we kind of had a similar thing. Uh, we like, we like to say we started officially dating before we actually ever had a date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, uh, we, you know, we worked together, we you know, hung out together. We had all the same friends. We were always together. And, uh, and actually, uh, we were at a Dairy Queen with a bunch of friends and we were joking around. And, and so I, I made this this ring out of the plastic straw I was drinking out of. And so I, I gave it to her, you know, and I proposed to her in, in Dairy Queen just as a, as a joke. Um, and she took it seriously. No, um, but, <laughs> so oh, no. We, we were joking around about being engaged and stuff. You know, we were just friends and all that. Mm-hmm. And I actually, I think I was dating someone else at the time. Oh, <laughs> nice. no. Nice. Yeah. Nice one, yeah. Art. <laughs> yeah. Uh, revealing all these secrets. So. <laughs> Oh, uh, but yeah. And then, but she actually kept that for quite a while. I, I don't think she has it anymore, but she kept, she held on to that for a while. So, um, yeah. it's, it's strange the things we hold on to. I don't know, yeah. uh, what that is, but yeah, I definitely have some of those random items like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, now this would be a question for each other. Um, what is your, uh, what is your spouse's favorite drink? Or uh, excuse me, favorite holiday drink since we're uh, a Christmas podcast. We'll we'll make it Christmas. Well, Chris's is eggnog. Hundred percent, it's got to be. We're searching for it when October hits. Yeah, eggnog. Am I uh, right? Yeah, you're definitely right. It's absolutely okay. eggnog. Eggnog <laughs> is delicious. Before I try to answer hers, which it might very well be eggnog. I don't know, and I I know she's already thinking of it. We've we've told this story before on another podcast or in one of our podcasts. But uh, up until maybe, what would you say, like 
five years ago, like five, not even 10 Something years Something like ago, that, yeah. She had no idea what eggnog was. And mm-hmm. she, in fact, she thought it was more like buttermilk mm-hmm. to where like she would, I would buy eggnog for the season or whatever and come home and drink it. And she'd be like, no, I don't want any of that. Thinking that I was just like, just like <laughs> chugging buttermilk. <laughs> I don't know what you'd be into, you know. My family Not drinks that. buttermilk, so whatever. No way. <laughs> no, no. Listen, I'm from the south. People have buttermilk with cornbread in it and stuff. Like it's a thing. So just I was grinding just like, some nutmeg over a big old cup of buttermilk. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It has Yum. egg in the title, you know. Like, is it gonna be like eggy? I don't know. Yeah. But um, no one told me it tasted just like ice cream or something. Yeah, like, like melted <laughs> so ice good. cream. Like, yeah, oh, it's awesome. It's- it is, yes, the beverage of the gods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, what's but, my favorite? Gosh. Well, here's I. I we're both uh, fans of coffee, so it could be a, f- a few different things. It could be any like seasonal coffee beverage from Starbucks or Dunkin' or whatever. They all basically do the same thing, or it could also be the holiday spice Pepsi. Which uh, it's discontinued at this point, but it's more or less just like cinnamon and it Pepsi. The cinnamon Coke. Was it cinnamon Coke? I know they had holiday Pepsi. It wasn't they that also, one. No, it, was it was the cinnamon, cinnamon Coke. Coke. That so was cinnamon the Coke. Too. Okay. Yeah, I think. I mean, I like all the drinks. So you're pretty much hit every single drink I like. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Don't forget the like Christmas morning mimosas. That's also a big deal. Holy shit! Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you become a mom, you just instantly just have like a affinity for like mimosas out of nowhere this was before i was a mom so a nice try <laughs> yeah i was trying to justify your drinking <laughs> it's christmas justified enough <laughs> that's right that's right uh, next question do you remember what you gave each other on your first christmas no you don't remember what you gave me no nah, that's an easy one I, do. It- I definitely do not know i think i <laughs> I think it was Christmas. I can't remember if it was Christmas or birthday. I'm pretty sure it was Christmas. You gave me an air hockey table. Do you remember that? That was like the coolest present ever. It was like a legit air hockey table. Yeah. And then I think I got you swords. (laughs) (laughs) Very nice. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think that was uh, like our first like main Christmas together. That's what we got, I think. I do remember that. I remember Mm -hmm. also getting uh, an NSYNC CD as well. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So that... (laughs) So, but, I, but swords definitely I, I 100% remember it was a three set it was a set of three swords of varying sizes yeah that I had for a very long time just in case mm-hmm. yeah you never know when ninjas might pop out yeah and you, you need to have know. like a, a decorative dragon sword mm-hmm. sure yeah is there some way you could combine the swords with the air hockey game you know really create something fun <laughs> or something very dangerous yeah <laughs> what is one item you like that your spouse would love to get rid of oh man let me just look Gosh, around the where room do I real start? quick <laughs> where to start yeah oh my well if, um, if you want to get rid of that shield behind you uh, i'll take that no that's staying <laughs> okay <laughs> Jeez, i feel like this is definitely more towards me than him i tend to be the collector of things random stuff um He's always encouraging me to, you know, declutter and get rid of things. So I'm not really sure what's of his I would get rid of because most of it's stuff that I bring around. He bring he gets like logical purchases. 
you know, mm. or like tech things that you like use, you know, mm -hmm. I like random things that you put on a shelf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you think of anything, Chris? Uh, silverware, uh, plates, <laughs> plates, mostly. Oh, the plates. <laughs> we have I so like many it. plates that we don't need. We have like chipped polka dot plates for no reason. Uh-huh. I don't even... Like, <laughs> They're only good for like microwaving like breakfast burritos. <laughs> That's an important job. And and then one of them actually has like a metallic lining inside the plate, uh -huh. which you which you don't think about. And we, for a while we didn't have a microwave because that's just we didn't have any space. And I remember getting a microwave and throwing that one in the in the microwave with something on top of it and it starts sparking like crazy. What is going on? And you look and it's like, oh, there's like there's like like metal and in this plate for no reason and yet we still have it it's so dangerous it's a nice plate it has a it has stingray, a stingray on, it. on it yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i tend to like <clears throat> plates and cups that don't really match and they're kind of mix match or we'll buy like two of something and uh yeah just become this crazy mix matched but i love them and i also love all mm -hmm. our mugs those are things that are hard for me to get rid of i think yeah unless you find something like spectacular to replace it they're staying I've yeah. used the same coffee mug for over a year. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I have to be, I'm in the mood for a coffee mug. So I have to choose one for my mood. So mm -hmm. sorry. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a lot like that. And, and actually my wife is, is a lot like you, Chris. Uh, she has one, maybe two mugs she'll drink out of. And, and I keep coming home with coffee mugs and she, you know, she's like another one. I'm like, yeah, but this one's about fall and this one's about <laughs> Christmas and and this one is baseball and <laughs> i've got my darth vader coffee mug and you know yeah we wouldn't be good roommates art we would have like <laughs> full cabinets of just mugs <laughs> yeah i uh found this meme that said i didn't choose the mug life that the mug life chose me and yeah just this old guy in a room just lined with coffee mugs and <laughs> i love it yep. yeah and every season i'm like oh maybe there's a nice coffee mug that's good for this season <laughs> and right then, yeah i mean i have mugs in a closet put away for like the next season so they're just everywhere you, you hear what i you hear what she just said <laughs> she has mugs that aren't even in rotation <laughs> so do i <laughs> arts on my side sorry yeah. nope. she, 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 mugs she, are she, staying. she keeps mugs like with like <laughs> holiday decorations yeah i do <laughs> Mm -hmm. yeah yeah gotta bring them out for the holidays that's right that's right yeah i've got some mugs that are good for eggnog and mugs that i use for uh you know tea but not for coffee because i don't want the coffee to ruin the flavor of the tea and yeah. you gotta think through these things yeah <laughs> well thanks for um, being on my side <laughs> yeah absolutely well uh, so you, you get you get about 100 bonus points for that one so yes <laughs> This is kind of like the uh what is that show the uh whose line is it anyway where oh the yeah the rules are made up and the points don't matter yeah mm -hmm. i love <laughs> yeah. it La last one here in this section um if your house was on fire uh what's one thing your spouse would grab before leaving i mean besides your your children or pets or anything like that but if it was an object what would be the one thing mm. you'd grab you know i th i think about this question way too often I'm like, man, if there's a fire, what do I need to grab out of here? Like, I just like picture the things I need to get before I leave. But what would Chris pick? I don't even know. I'm imagining you running out with your arms full of coffee cups, you know? <laughs> See them all. It's like all the fingers, just like they're all, just all lined up. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> that's so funny. Uh, your phone, I think that's like the one thing I feel like I know you would have in your hand no matter what. Well, you would grab you, your phone. If you look behind her on that sh- on the bottom shelf, there's a uh, ammo tin that's that has our passports and birth certificates. Yeah, but that's too logical. Of course, we'll take that. You know, okay. what's something fun you would take? And thanks for giving away our location of our secret items. <laughs> yeah, um, Chris and Chris live at one, two, three, four, right? yeah. <laughs> Fifth Avenue. <laughs> in the macy's window display (laughs) (laughs) man i don't know because i feel like most of the things are replaceable you know the things that we like are replaceable yeah i'm not sure chris do you know what i would grab (laughs) i there she has some sentimental things up on a shelf over here by uh her desk so i think she might try to grab some various sentimental things Um, yeah yeah but I, i i can't think of anything nuts that she would take mm. okay well that's i mean that's a fair answer you you've, yeah. you got your 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 kid and each other so out, out you go yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I, I would probably make sure that i had a good pair of pants on mm-hmm. and a, a, sol- a solid pair of shoes and my wallet so that we can go stay at a hotel and i have nice clothes to wear while we're walking over to there <laughs> <laughs> also very logical <laughs> Yes. While I'm grabbing all the sentimental things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm imagining Chris, he's he's pulling his pants on as he's trying to get out the door and <laughs> the house. And I have a down. robe and a ton of mugs in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is brilliant. Okay. <laughs> I've talked about this with Gracie before, which is, is weird, but you know, she's in school, so they, they do the fire safety thing, yeah, you know. Right. And, and so she's had a very serious talk with me about her teddy bear collection. Oh. And she's like, she says, daddy, you know, if the house ever burns, you have to come in and at least get bear. Um, you know, that's her, her very favorite one. Um, but then she, you know, if there's time, then get, get buddy, get twinkle, get, you know, she starts naming <laughs> all of her bears. And <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not sure I'd come running into a burning building just to save a stuffed animal. Um, right. I, yeah. That's I've just going to be a tough be- loss. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I would grab bear if if there were time, but <laughs> right. Yeah, you're not yeah. going back into the burning building for that. Right. <laughs> but she was very upset with that answer. Oh, <laughs> <You know, like, laughs> like you want me to get hurt? And well, no, of course not. But she's like, I don't. I mean, she's like starting to cry. You know, like I don't want to lose my bear. I'm like, okay, Gracie, this is very likely not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just because you, you know, you train for it doesn't mean it's going to happen. So. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she, but she has, uh, she has a fire plan now. So she, first thing is grab your teddy bears and then run for it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, you got to get her a little like go bag, you know, so yeah. she can throw them all in there real quick. <laughs> yeah. Because because I'll I'll be downstairs grabbing my coffee cups. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Now, I, I wanted to ask you um, your questions that you ask at the end. Um, it's called Inside Santa Studio. It is. You, you ask ask those questions because I, I, I'd be curious how you answer these. Um, so uh, hopefully I got them all written down right. But uh, what is your favorite cookie? And you think that we would have these like ready to go because we ask people all the time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but we just enjoy the answers. So my favorite cookie is one that I don't ever really get to eat because Chris doesn't think they're that good. But I think 
they're my favorite because they're more sentimental. They're like candy cane cookies I used to make with my sister. They might not be the most sweet cookie in the world, <laughs> uh, but I I think it's more of a sentimental thing. And when I think about them, I get you know I'm, I'm I want to eat them right now just thinking about them. So they're just like a, a like a sugar cookie, but in the shape of candy canes. But yeah, I would say that's my favorite. She said that they're sugar cookies, but that's an exaggeration. <sighs> <laughs> they taste good don't listen to him yeah. <laughs> it's like if you took like homemade play-doh and like like mm-hmm. we were like i wonder if we could bake this for half an hour and see what happens and then then shake it out get out of here <laughs> you're so crazy <laughs> you want me to put him on mute for a while <laughs> yes please come on <laughs> all right um uh, other Chris, do you have uh, absolutely a uh, chocolate chip or chocolate chunk? Uh, mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty freshly baked, pretty soft as well. Like I don't like a crispy cookie. She mm-hmm. also likes a crispy cookie, which I don't care for too much. So whenever we uh, over overcook a batch of cookies, they uh, they became her, they become her cookies. I still eat most of them, but they're her <laughs> cookies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or we take some out and put mine back in. <laughs> Chocolate chip cookies uh, are the best, and, mm-hmm. and especially the soft and chewy kind. They're oh, those are good. How about least favorite cookie? <laughs> well, I think you just answered, right? Yeah, that's fine. Cr- yeah. Crunchy ones. <laughs> uh, I'd probably say a peanut butter cookie. Yeah. Yeah, good answer. Yeah, you get a point like, for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Oh, I have another favorite cookie. Can I say um, a black and sure. white cookie? So um, New York City has really good black and white cookies. So I would say that's one of my faves as well. I don't know if it's not necessarily holiday-ish, but mm-hmm. I will eat them at any point of the year. Now, what is a black and white cookie? It's very like cake-like cookie and it's big. They have like, like this big around maybe, you mm-hmm. know, and then half of it has been um, like white chocolate icing. The other half is chocolate icing. So it's just mm. the black and white on top, but it tastes okay. like cake almost. It's so good and soft. Whoa. I am definitely coming to New York now. That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> it's real good. All the bakeries have them. All like the the mm-hmm. bagel shops, they all have them like in the pastry section. So, yeah. Yeah. I was just sounds... thinking about those when you were talking about cookies. So, <laughs> oh, sounds really good. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, when do you start decorating? We start. It's around our anniversary which is November 15th. So it's usually whatever that weekend is. We're kind of like, okay, anniversary is done. Let's start decorating. Um, and then we do the tree uh, the day after, or the week, like, uh, yeah, the day after Thanksgiving, we go and get our Christmas tree and decorate that. That's usually like our last thing, but all the other decorations go up first, probably like a week before that. And then we have a uh, Christmas village that we'll put up, but we usually wait because that's kind of become a huge thing for in, in the corner of our not so tiny apartment, but mm-hmm. so we usually kind of wait to put that up because it does take up a majority of the space in our living room. <laughs> they tend to do yeah, that. A lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's so fun to sit and like stare at them and you can think of stories like little figurines or walking home from with grabbing some last minute gifts or something. You just stare at them. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I really enjoy the, I'm excited for this year. We decided that we're going up another level. So we're going to have a nice three level village coming this year. All right. (laughs) That, um, that sounds, sounds great. Be sure to post pictures. Will do. (laughs) So then uh, when do you put them away? uh, Your decorations away. It's usually when we start feeling a little claustrophobic. (laughs) So like it's a January, obviously I would say maybe the second week of January. It's usually around like, okay, you know, 
things are starting. There's a lot of stuff around. So we, we kind of want to clear it up a little bit. So yeah, I would say second week of January. How, what do you think, Chris? Is that fair? We sort of dial back the traditional Christmas decorations, but for a while oh, after yeah. we'll have like just like winter decorations. Yeah. Whether, whether those are like pine cones or whatever else or some like just like garland. Snowy animals. Yeah. Things that like kind of make the season a little longer and kind of showcase uh, winter, but not necessarily the holidays. And that usually kind of gets us through until like March. Yeah. And there's, mm-hmm. we, we have things in our apartment that are still up from last Christmas. We were just talking on our podcast. Uh, our, we had uh, all of our Christmas uh, Christmas cards up hanging on our the back of our front door with magnets. And those were up until maybe like two months ago or something like no it was like two weeks ago i think it was pretty recent yeah (laughs) wow (laughs) so yeah so like like looking at everybody and like their families because people send like pictures now you know mm -hmm. so it's just it's lovely to have a little collage of everybody and then you get to leave and look at all the christmasy stuff but yeah it was time it was time to remove them get ready for the new ones yep yeah we still have a birthday card i gave gave my wife but it was a christmas card she her birthday's in december but it, it was with an elephant and it was really adorable uh she likes it so much it's still hanging up on our on our door it's our uh, basement door but yeah it's been there like two years <laughs> <laughs> oh nice he got his beat <laughs> yeah, that's right yep <laughs> all right uh what's your favorite festive word um i'm gonna say jingle i like jingle you know, right. jingle bells yeah all that stuff jingle jangle i don't know it's just a fun <laughs> word <laughs> yeah it is it is yeah it's a sound um, as well so it's an onomatopoeia i don't know i like it i like uh probably like jolly i think jolly is a good one jolly sort of encompasses a lot of fun things and obviously nice emotions and stuff I think about Santa Claus when I think of Jolly. I think Jolly probably. I'll probably think of so many better ones as soon as yeah. we stop recording. Yeah, yeah, but. same. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And then uh, what Christmas song do you love and which Christmas song do you hate? Uh, let's see. I love Rocking Around the Christmas Tree, um, the classic one. That always mm-hmm. just kind of gets me moving. I get really excited about it. And uh, hmm. Silver Bells, obviously, is classic. Chris, do you want to name your favorites before we name uh, what we like the least? Yeah, my favorite my favorite uh, Christmas song is without a doubt, I, besides like the standards, because those are almost, I feel like it's not even, it's not fair to pick those. Uh, hmm. I, my favorite Christmas song, it's a song from the Bare Naked Ladies Christmas album, Naked for the Holidays. It's called The Elf's Lament. It's featuring Michael Bublé, or I call him Michael Bubbles. Mm-hmm. Mikey Bubbles. Mikey Bubbles. <laughs> it's a fantastic song about uh, disgruntled elves and renegotiating their contracts. I think it's a fun song. And it's a, uh, yeah, so that's that. It's called The Elf's Lament. That's my favorite song. And my least favorite song, I'm, I'm going to jump right into that, is that Mariah Carey one. I don't care for that one at all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't mind it. I, I mean, I'm not a fan of hers very much, her music, but it's just become such a thing that you hear in a classic mm. that it just kind of it's in the background now for me you know it doesn't stand out 
Um, I mean, I guess everyone, same as everyone says on our show, it's that Christmas shoes song. Like, I don't even bother keeping it on for longer than two seconds. So I don't really mm. even know too much of it, but I know that I don't want to listen to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's I like one you. time was enough. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. That Mariah Carey one, I, I like it, but all the other songs in that album, I can't even stand to listen to. Oh yeah, but I didn't even realize there were other songs on the album. I, I in my head, yeah. I didn't even think there was an album. I just figured it was that song. Yeah, a lot of people said it. it's it's like one of the best Christmas albums ever. Ever, and I'm like, mm, no, mm. I don't. And I'm glad. I'm glad you like it, but nope. <laughs> if you were an elf at Santa's workshop, what profession would you do, and what profession would you like not to do? Do you want to go first? Sure. Uh, I wouldn't mind being on some type of assembly line i mean just making toys it seems like it'd be interesting i mean you could probably they, they probably play christmas music while you're at work and i'm sure mm -hmm. the hours are fun and they probably unionized by now as according <laughs> to the barenicky ladies song yep. uh yeah so i mean so, something like that i mean it's work so you do it and you get it done and then you have fun afterwards so yeah i mean i would probably do the thing that everyone says i don't want to do and take care of the reindeer <laughs> i'd love to yeah. take care of the reindeer you know, let me, I don't, I'll scoop their poop. I'm okay with that. As long as I get to also feed them, play with them, you know, all that fun stuff too. But I also wouldn't mind making toys because I love making stuff. I like building, yeah. creating things. So maybe uh, part of that assembly line as well. I can have two jobs part-time, you know. There you go. A couple part-time <laughs> jobs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what job I would hate. Um, I just, I think I would hate doing any of like the minute just like i don't want to do any admin in the north pole you know leave that stuff for this in this world north pole someone else can deal with all of that kind of stuff the logistics mm -hmm. let me just have the fun i worked a long time um i uh i went to culinary school i'm technically a chef and for a lot of the, the years after working or, or going to culinary school i worked in restaurants uh so i would probably not want to work in an elf restaurant or some type of eating establishment because it's not necessarily a fun job. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I wouldn't want to cook anyone food in the North pole. Yeah, I get that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. If, if the North pole exists, what would you like to hear Santa say when you visit his workshop? Do you want to ride the reindeers? <laughs> <laughs> you just want to be with the reindeer. <laughs> just want to fly around on some reindeer. Yeah. <laughs> I would like him to say, hey, I'm really sorry. I didn't realize this was stuck in the bottom of the sled for such a long time. But I know a bunch of years ago, you asked for the Home Alone board game and you never got it. And I'm sorry, but it's right here and you can have it right now and play with it. <laughs> That's great. That's yeah. oddly specific. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that brings us to the uh, end of, of all the questions I had here. There is one more. Let me make sure I can get it up here. Um, uh, see how well you can remember. I'm just going to throw this out there. What was your first episode about? Do you remember? Yes, I do remember it was about. I can tell you more than just that. Uh, outside of the trailer that I think it's just maybe like a minute or so. Our first episode was about Bryant Park. And I remember because I we had spent so much time 
uh, writing like the history of it and like how it started more or less and then what, what they do there and some of the booths and stuff. And we're like, all right, this is great. We're going to record this. We had like a bunch of pages and it's going to be a nice length of podcast. And I think it only ended up being two minutes. So we're like, <laughs> I don't know if we're going to be able to do a podcast because I don't know if, what we could possibly talk about for more than two minutes. And I felt like that was like the most prep we've ever put in anything before. And it was too, <laughs> it was not enough at all. Yeah. I was really short. So much so that I think I went back afterwards and said like our first mini episode, because I didn't want people <laughs> yeah. to think like, this is what we were going to be putting out. And we, we now our, our normal episodes are probably about 20 minutes or so. So it's pretty digestible. Then we had the longer chat ones that, that those can be anywhere between 45 minutes and an hour, but it was definitely yep. Bryant park was the first one. Yep. Yep. All right. Good. Good memory there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I looked at that yesterday. I was looking for questions and I, and I, so I thought, I wonder if they would know what their first one was. So that's yeah. a good question. Yeah. All right. Well, where, where can folks find you if they want to come stalk you online? You can find us. Uh, we are on all over social media, the ones that like adults use. So uh, TikTok, you're not going to find us there or whatever, or Twitter. It doesn't seem like a lot of adults are on Twitter anymore anyway. At least they don't act like adults. So yeah, we're on Instagram and Facebook and we have a website, Christmas Time in the City. You can find us just by searching Christmas Time in the City. Uh, we have a YouTube channel that, like I mentioned earlier, we're posting a lot more content up, a lot of videos of New York City to kind of showcase a lot of the fun things that we do here. Uh, yeah, we're pretty active on social media, so feel free to hit us up and then, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, Chris and Chris, thank you for uh, being on the podcast today and uh, appreciate your time. It's great, Thanks great for having chatting us. with you. Thank you very much for having us. We really appreciate it. We've been looking forward to this for as, as soon as you mentioned it to us, we've been looking forward to it probably more than we probably should have been looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> I was definitely excited to play some games that I didn't have to be on the other end of. I was like, okay, Ooh, I get okay. to play a game. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I, I like being on other people's podcasts because I don't have to worry about any of the editing or anything. <laughs> just, yeah. Right. Let's just show up, have a good time. Show and up, good luck, Art. Yep. You can do whatever you want. You can just be, you just cough and just mumble to yourself. Like, I don't care. You can just edit that out yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I actually don't mind the editing. It's, I, I find it kind of fun, but it, it does get tedious after a while. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. yeah, it's so weird. You get to recognize, I know what that little squiggle is. That's that's me yeah. saying, um. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks again, guys. And uh, and uh, folks, you take it. Take a minute to go find their podcast and listen to it. It's it's uh, it's a great one. It's it's a lot of fun. So thank you, Chris and Chris. And we'll. Have you on again uh, soon. Thank you. Thank you. So how did you do on the quizzing? There are so many crazy things that have happened in Iowa that didn't make it into the trivia questions. So I may have to revisit this at some point in the future. And uh, just share some more with you about uh, some of the oddities that have happened here in Iowa. So if you'd like to learn more about the show, please do go to CozyChristmasPodcast.com. You can find out uh, more about uh, the show, episodes I've, I've posted, ways to support the show, things of that nature. So until next time, be kind to each other and do good. And remember that there's nothing in the world more irresistibly contagious than laughter and good humor. And if you can't remember to laugh, then just 
forget about it. Have a very Merry Christmas.